0: Welcome to Transcendent. I'm Joe and I'm the dad.
1: And I'm Raya and I'm the daughter.
0: Well, it's season two.
1: Welcome to season two of Transcendent Podcast. This is really exciting for
0: us. By the way, you can find all of season one if you go back and take a look. If there's any you missed, you can find it or if there's any you want to hear again. And we encourage you to share this with others. Now that we're into season two, and we're growing and excited about it, we
1: want you to share that excitement with us. We shared some excitement with some people earlier today, and we want to tell you all about it. And you'll hear it right after this. We were invited by the largest Rotary Club in the district to come in and talk about our podcast. We put together a presentation called Saving Lives, One Podcast at a Time. And it ended up being quite emotional, more than any of us were expecting. We wanted to share that with you right now. The sound is a little
0: different, so stick with it because I think it'll be worth it for you. We'll see you at the end of the podcast.
1: I had a roommate several years ago that said when he first met my dad, he said, oh my gosh, your dad is you, only twice as much so. <laughs> so I'm tempered a little bit by my mom. But I, I had a friend from high school that listened to our podcast and said, wow, that is some of the deepest conversations that I've ever heard your, your dad or you ever having. So I remember a day, it was the day that I realized about myself I was at the end of my my rope, and I realized I can't go on any longer. And I did actually attempt because of the issues that I was feeling inside. I didn't try that hard. I didn't want to succeed. But at that point, I felt like with my gender issues that I couldn't go on the way that I was, and I couldn't go on. Being who I really wanted to be, I felt like I was left with no good options. And my, at that time, wife, uh, now ex-wife, found me and said, oh my gosh, this is really serious, and called a few friends um, and called my dad. And it was really hard to face up to the fact that I had a real situation here at this point that I I had to face the reality that I couldn't continue on the way that I was. dad came over and picked me up from home and brought me into the office and sat me down and i remember it was one of the most important conversations in my life and i was just crying and i said i i don't know how i can continue on and dad said to me with your children it's really important that you do whatever you need to do in order to be there for them and so that means being who you are then that means being who you are. So, uh, by the way, I have seven
0: children. So being there with seven children, being 42 years old, and not not wanting to transgender, not wanting to be who she was, made it really difficult for her. I didn't know anything about this until about that time. This was all new to me. Uh, was I was I completely into a buy-in? No, of course not. I was prior to uh, even knowing anything about this, I was one of the people who, at the very best, I would say that I was accepting, but not affirming. Actually, at my very worst, I was a lot worse than that. But with Ryan sitting there, when I first heard about it, the first thing I said was nothing. I, I didn't react but when i did react it was realizing either i accept it or i lose her there's no choice that's exactly what it is when raya came out and, and told the kids and told her wife that's when she realized they were not accepting at least some of them so with that reaction me not knowing anything about it is, is when she decided that suicide was the only answer. But when she came in and spoke to me, at least we reached that level where she was willing to go on for the sake of the kids. And she sat in front of my desk and I listened to her we talked and she said, by translation, I, I lose everything. I lose my job. I lose my wife. I lose my family. And she just sat there and cried, everything, it's all gone. And I said, you haven't lost me. What I realized at that point is that what happens to people who come out, whether it's transition or whether it's coming out as gay or lesbian or any one of the letters of those, of the alphabet, (laughs) any of those people who come out If they are rejected by one person in their family, they're going to consider suicide. 45% of the people who are rejected by one person in their family consider suicide. 11% of those people succeed. So we came up with the idea of doing a podcast, and I came up with the idea of calling it trans Transgender, my descendant.
1: And we took it from there. My sister actually made the the logo here that you see uh, with the hands together. The idea is that we are a podcast that's about relationships and we are about love. We are not asking you. You know, you you may have different views on LGBTQ plus issues. We're not asking you to change your viewpoint on those. But we are asking you to care. And that's the idea here. We're not a political podcast. We're We discovered early on as we looked at other podcasts, there's a lot of podcasts or anytime these issues come up where people are very angry or they're talking about, look at what these bad people are doing, uh, this sort of thing. And that is not at all what we do. For those of you that know my dad, you know dad gets along with everyone. And that's really what we do with our podcast is we are talking about building and strengthening relationships. It's the idea, first of all, we
0: begin by saying it's a podcast that we're dedicated to keeping families together. But we've since kind of marked that a little bit to say we're trying to save lives one podcast at a time. And I believe it's working. I got some reaction from people. It has been quite positive Every one of our podcasts is different. Every one of our podcasts is always positive. And we're, we're trying to encourage people and, and give them hope. The worst thing that anybody can have, no matter what your situation is, is no hope. When they think there's no hope, that's when they consider suicide. It's really difficult. A lot of people say, well, I just don't know anything about that because I don't know anybody who's who's gay or lesbian or transgender yes you do unless you know nobody unless you're a hermit I will tell you you know a lot more people than you think the person that I first told by the way uh, is a past district governor of Rotary he was visiting us in Texas at the time when I told him the story and his first reaction was holy (laughs) and you can see he was definitely surprised and definitely not engaged. He eventually moved to the point of being accepting but not affirming. After listening to our podcasts, now he's come back to me and he's saying, this is really good, this is really important. He realizes in his own mind If we're really going to connect, if she's really going to be the daughter that I always thought thought she was, if we're going to have that relationship that we lost, she'll know when I've accepted
1: it, when she knows that I'm affirming, and that's exactly where we need to be. So there's my family. That's my kids. I have seven kids. When I first came out to them they had never seen me before yet. and I, I had never really crossed or anything before I officially transitioned so they first met me actually in a park when we got together and they my my now ex-wife took them all to the park and we decided it was a sunday afternoon and we all got together so that they could kind of take some time and and acclimate to me and so they were playing on the playground equipment and then they sort of gradually came over and said hi and some of the kids right away the youngest actually had the easiest time accepting me the quickest uh, because for them, you know, they're, they, everything is constantly new, and so this was just one more new thing, and they said, okay, well, that's how life is. The older ones had a harder time. I actually shared the story of my daughter, Megan, uh, that she took quite a while to to come around. Well, I took quite a while, probably a couple months. We were sitting together, we were actually over at mom and dad's house. Uh, for an event, and we sat down together to play a game. I don't remember what the game was, checkers or chess or backgammon or something like that. We had all the pieces on the board, and by being able to focus on the pieces on the board, we were able to kind of move past some of those initial difficulties. Now we have a really very strong relationship, this is us together, at the Renaissance Fair a couple years ago, so we've come really quite a long ways. But that's the idea of relationships. In our list, you will see that now,
0: she was definitely not accepting in the beginning. She really wouldn't, she didn't even speak with you.
1: It took her, as I said, a couple months. Yes, it did.
0: And now she is very affirming, very accepting. Uh, She went to the Pride Center when she was in college and tried to understand as much as she could. On April 17th, we did a podcast. She was our guest. And she talked about when dad transitions. And uh, we were really quite proud of her. It became a, a, a wonderful podcast for it. It's one of the, there, by the way, there, there's a whole year's worth here. So and each one is different.
1: We set up a little studio in dad's basement. It was when, when we were
0: in Texas in a, just hearing about this whole thing and realizing when it got us statistics about the fact that they're There are people out there that consider suicide. Almost half of those people. Wow, that's a lot. And that's really where it came from. And we practiced for a year and a half. We did a year and a half worth of podcasts before we decided to go live. And when we went live, we only used two of those podcasts that we created. Uh, Everything has been fresh and new each week. Comes out every Monday. So
1: we've been podcasting now for just about a year. Our one year anniversary will be on September the 1st. I think I've the 2nd. So we're very, very proud of that. We have all kinds of episodes every week uh, we've done. It took us a, a few at the beginning I think that we missed, but now we've been consistently every single week, at least since the beginning of the year. Some of the ones that have been especially interesting to people, we talk about bullying, Uh, We talked about 15 Things Your LGBTQ Loved One Won't Tell You. That's one of our most popular ones. We've got a couple where we've done interviews with some folks here from Rotary. We've got uh, one of our most popular ones was with Dr. Pete Gasper, who I see us joining us online. Welcome Pete. And um, so we had him on June 19th. That was a a really good podcast. And Wilson Rome we had. And we've got one of my favorites, Joan Raya's Ultimate Guide to Happiness. Uh, we talk about people that are skeptical and welcoming and saying, you're welcome here. We're not asking you to change, we're asking you to care. <laughs> Let's go to questions.
0: Chuck. I have more of a testimonial than a question. I've, I've been a, listening for, what, six months Joe. Mm-hmm. Month. And if you have, I mean, I really encourage everybody to listen to the podcast. I mean, there's a couple episodes. The one with your daughter on was just, you know i'm driving down the road kind of wiping tears from my eyes was it that bad <laughs> <laughs> and then you had one recently on pronouns yes and, and i'm you know like most people you don't know, like change you are like oh really do i have to right but i thought you did an excellent job on on that one as well so you guys you guys are doing the conversations are so intimate so honest and all done with that whole purpose of, of love, it just really comes through really great stuff. Wes? What's been the time frame from when this started the to day it's been
1: past the period of time? The idea of the time frame? Uh, are you talking with the transition or with the podcast? So with the transition. With the transition. So I have always known since I was a child that I had some kind of issue. But I didn't know quite what the issue was. Uh, we oftentimes will say on the podcast, "If you know one transgender person, you know one transgender person." Everybody's story is different, and my particular story is that I known my entire life that I had something going on, but I thought I'm not like those weird transgender people. Uh, you know, because the story that i have always been given is the person that was felt like they were a woman trapped in a man's body, and that has never been my experience. But my experience that I would have described is that if you had given me a button that I could press and instantly become a woman, I would have done that at any time in my life. So it was really through, I think, through therapy and through seeing somebody um, really in my 40s when I just hit my 40s and I realized I can't continue on. And my therapist said to me, you know, non-transgender men do not come into my office and say i wish i could be a woman i think that you are you know because i said i I feel like i'm not transgender enough to be transgender and she said you're obviously having issues so you need to face up to where you are so that's kind of it's it been sort of coming it's it's like a snowball effect that you sort of hit a point if you imagine like burnout in life where maybe you're working a job that all of a sudden there's one day you say i can't go into that job anymore and it was sort of that, but more so. I just thought, I cannot continue to live this way any longer. And uh, if you had a chance to go back, would you? If I had a chance to go back? Yeah. Are you sorry you did this? Not at all, no. I, I've never a single day regretted my transition. I have often I was wished I didn't have to go through some of the repercussions of it. Um, but originally, early on, I thought, I'm going to just save a few of my old, like, men's clothes in the, in the closet because there might be a day where I just think this is too much and I just need something old and familiar. And uh, I thought, That'd you know, <laughs> was today the day that I would wear those? No, not today, but maybe tomorrow I might want to. And the next day, is today the day? No, but maybe tomorrow. And I found out tomorrow never came. Uh, I never, never, never wanted to wear those again. And I realized, no, this is, this is who I am. Any other questions?
0: platforms
1: that your podcast is on is that like on apple podcast or spotify or like how is it found anywhere you get your podcast so yes both of those if you go to itunes and you do podcasts there i uh, just search for Transcendent. or i listen on spotify i listen to all my podcasts on spotify but most other platforms as well i think there's a google there's we have an app where i automatically will Sent to all of the various platforms for getting podcasts. Our QR code on the back here is
0: uh, for Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you have an iPhone, try the Spotify one. If you have a, if you have an Android, try the uh, Apple Podcasts. So oh, way got, got to, way, right? yeah. <laughs> got to that. so that's Never mind. Take try one. If it doesn't work, try the other one. <laughs> just how we were going to be received to a general audience, but I know they were interested in the podcast. We made sure they were also interested in our history. And I think we were very pleased with the response, as you can tell by the reception at the end. We
1: hope you enjoyed hearing the presentation. It was a lot more emotional than I think we were quite expecting. That it would be. So we were really glad to be able to share this with you, and we hope that you got something out of that. We've also got some big news that Dad is now officially a published author. He's just released his memoir. It's called I'm Hearing It. That's
0: H-E-A-R-I-N apostrophe. It comes from something we used to say when I was in the military. I'm hearing it. But it covers my life from... My earliest memory right up to just about today.
1: You can get it for nineteen ninety-five on Amazon.com. You'll hear the story that you heard today as we talk about my transition. That's one of all kinds of stories. Check it out. And with that, we hope to see you again next week. And next week, the podcast is... Oftentimes, we're assuming that everybody is an ally, but we recognize that not everybody is. And next week is an episode for those folks. See you Monday morning.